you only think you liked that movie. Don't worry, we'll set you straight. You're listening to The Fellas. You know, this music is pretty... That that uh, that sounds appropriate. You know, turn that back up for a second, Ray. Let it keep playing. Now, uh, listen, it sounds... This music is very appropriate because it sounds like it once had youth and vigor, but now it sounds like tired and old and straining. Like every single actor in this movie? Like every actor in like the fucking franchise of this movie itself. Yes. This music just sounds tired. It, it feels it like sound, like I was strong before, but now it feels now like I'm it was tired. gonna build up to something, but it never does. No, it just loops. Oh, nice, nice. You wanna fix that? <laughs> I'll fix it right yeah, now. Technical don't difficulties, everybody. No, don't worry, don't worry. We're keeping it live. We're keeping it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Do Fuck it. it, we'll do it live. This thing's a piece of shit every fucking time. We'll do it live. Anyway, everybody, just... you're uh, you're listening to the fellas. It's me and Ray and yeah. Eh, who knows if I feel like it? Maybe I'll boot Dane up. We'll boot his ass up. Actually, I'll be honest with you. He he ain't even here. I think we traded him in for some shit. Anyway, so, um, how much the pawn shop give us? Uh, or is it GameStop? GameStop's they're they're taking everything even. Like yeah, old PCs, he, yeah, yeah. He gave me like fifty cents and some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, so I don't know. And if anyone still plays that shit, that but. reminds me of the time when when we were working at a GameStop and some guy came in with like fifteen thousand CDs, like music CDs. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I just found out you guys trade in music CDs. You know, he had this look in his face like, man, I'm gonna get rich. I've been sitting <laughs> on a gold mine this whole time, so I had to sit there and go through all these fucking CDs for the value of them. And I think I gave that motherfucker like bus fare back to where the fuck he came from. <laughs> what, you gave him like 15 cents each? No, I gave him no, 15 cents each. That's a gold mine. The majority of them, he got a penny. Oh, God. I'm not shitting you. majority of them, they're like, we will give you one fucking cent. And the worst part is, I think it couldn't have came out to anything more than five bucks. Oh, man. Which he took. And the worst part is, you know the he majority burned that shit down of that to his shit, computer. well, whatever, but the majority of that stuff, they're all scratched up. And the company's like, yeah, you know, you gotta clean these off, sand them down, that way, you know, we can sell them back to people i took it at least at least three quarters of that shit and tossed it in the garbage <laughs> fucking sand this shit down <laughs> it's kind of like exactly like this movie yeah for a moment there there was an actress in this movie which i was like is that her she looks quite a black chick yeah she looks quite rejuvenated her cheekbones looked a little fucking like redone well they can do that de-aging shit i was just pissed off with her hair which was obviously a weave oh yeah and yeah. it bothered me and i'm like you're supposed to be in a professional the, the director of the fbi or some shit laughable that a, a woman that young could be the director of the fbi but i digress but she got this long ass flowing brown hair and I'm thinking to myself yeah it's really fucking unprofessional right oh, that yeah? fake ass fucking hair you're gonna just snatch that weave off her head yeah that's what I would do the moment she tried to put them handcuffs on me yank that shit right out of her fucking scalp I really like the uh, the stern look authority she's tried to pull all the time in that get film get the fuck out of here every molecule of this movie was predictable as shit again old yes it was very predictable from the beginning of this shit like soon as the fucking <laughs> soon as the fucking title went away in fact here I'll do I'll do it this way let's go over the so, uh, the f I'm gonna call it the Fallen series. Okay. You know, originally we had Olympus is Fallen, uh, which is about this guy. He's in the Secret Service. He's supposed to protect the president, and the president gets put in a position where he's 
on the cusp of being assassinated and everyone sees it whatnot and only this one secret service agent can turn the tide you know it was the real i remember the realism of that was laughable yeah. because i was like all these things have to happen to get the situation perfect yes to get the president in that situation where that can happen and it's like this is olympus has fallen from the beginning you're like well, that's bullshit well i don't know what happened yeah i mean the biggest thing was a military grade aircraft flew into dc airspace Yes. Uh, they didn't even send up the jets. The radio control tower was like, uh, hey, plane, please identify yourself. <laughs> please identify yourself. It was like five minutes. Okay, you're not supposed to be here. If you don't turn around in, in like five minutes, we're going to send some jets over there. So so you better turn around. I'm like, that fucking plane would have been told not to identify like before it got into DC's airspace. This, yeah. again, this is a military-grade aircraft. Oh, yeah, it that's right. It would have right. been told because that Gatling gun's on yeah. It's like miniguns. Yeah. It would have been told before it entered DC airspace. First of all, you're going to alter your course. And after your course is altered, you we land. expect you to identify yourself. Or land that fucking plane. Yeah. You know, identify yourself and you've got like a couple seconds to respond to reply and the moment they see it's going you know on that course is going to take it through dc airspace the american stukas are already <laughs> in the air right and they're on the way now then we got like what f-15s f-21s 21s 23s whatever we're constantly upgrading them but jets would have been there and the fucking moment it crossed into dc airspace because they know someone's been communicating with it and they've got plenty of chances, and maybe their communications are down, maybe their communications are broken. Well, it fucking sucks to be them. <laughs> they would have lit that shit up <laughs> the fucking moment yeah. it entered fucking U.S. US uh, if, D.C. Airspace. Once they knew it, it had weaponry, yeah, that shit's No, I wouldn't even need to know. It's not supposed to fucking be there. That's the thing. It's not supposed to fucking be there. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck the second one's about. It's some bunker. Uh, okay. They were in some bunker. No, the second one is called London Has Fallen. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's in when the president, case, the president visits London. Oh, yeah, and that's right. basically the same shit happened. Yeah. Now, if I was British, I'd be pissed off that they think that Britain could drop the ball that fucking bad. Well, they could. Yeah. president gets put in a ridiculously perilous situation. That should not, under any circumstances, happen. And now this guy has to, to fight his way back in. And, and then, this is the most grounded one out of all of the movies. Still wrong. Angel has fallen. You see, the first one was during the first term of that president. The second one was during the second term of that president. That's right. This one... It's at the beginning of the second the term. The vice president. The vice president is now president, and he's nearing the end of his first, first term. When the vice president, of course, is Morgan Freeman. Keep in mind... Oh, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Keep in mind, when right, the first right. one came out, that was way pre-Obama, so it was just hopefulness. Oh, a black man vice president? Where clearly this is fiction. <laughs> no, now clearly it is fiction because in this movie, a black man is president with the actual experience to be in that position. Yes. But I digress. Oh, my But goodness. I digress. What do you want me to say? It's served, actually a fact. Served 18 months in the Senate before getting the most powerful executive office in the That land. is a fact, though. That is a fact. <laughs> never had an executive job before. Never had a job where you had to cut a paycheck. That's true. Where were you before you were senator? I was a community organizer. Yeah, the door's over there. Alright, so anyway... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the subscribe counter. We just lost five. All right, oh. that's, what did the guy in Cobra Kai say? That's good. They were weak. <laughs>
<laughs> but um, so now he's the president, and very predictable. It starts off the main character, by the way, is the same main character from all of them. It's uh, like Gerard Butler can't get another gig besides yeah, these. Gerard uh, Butler plays as Mike Banning. He's King Leonidas. Yes. Okay. So he's there, and you know, you see, he's training at this facility with a friend of his, where they train people to go through combat situations and whatnot. And when it's done, he's like, "Oh, you know, we really have to depend on these government contracts. That's all we got now." And uh, you know, things are just so rough. And uh, that that was played by was it Danny Hudson playing as Wade Jennings. And the moment you see that conversation, you're like, "Bad guy." Yeah, I was like, "Can you telegraph?" This I'm a, a friend easier? you've had for a really long time. I, I've done so much to create who you are, but I've never been spoken of in the past two movies. Bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, you know he's gonna be the bad guy. All right, whatever. You see at that point that at least one thing they were keeping true. Gerard Butler in the last two movies, it made it seem like, oh, your action movie is going to show that this guy is Superman. Oh, yeah. But they're showing now his body is fucked up. Yeah. He's got the shakes. He's taking painkillers. He's going to multiple doctors so he can get multiple prescriptions for multiple painkillers. It's actually quite refreshing. Because one doctor won't be like, yo, you're going to make an addict to you. I'm not going to do it. He's doing all this because he has too much of an adrenaline high on the action of being a Secret Service guy. And he doesn't want to have to quit. So he's masking his problems with all these painkillers and shit. But the doctors are like, look, man, you fucked up. You got fucking concussions and shit, man. Your body's going to fucking fall apart. Now, President Morgan Freeman, that's what I'm going to call him. President Morgan Freeman was finally let out of the Me Too cage. Is that Mm -hmm. right? I haven't seen this motherfucker in anything for a while. Don't worry about the Me Too shit because Morgan Freeman's old enough to just not give a fuck. Yeah. He looked good. They cut his hair. Morgan Freeman knew that this Me Too stuff was bullshit when it started. Yeah. I could have told anybody that Morgan Freeman, back in the day before he was big, he was probably a a real pimp with the ladies. Yeah. But once he became a big name actor, I guarantee you, Morgan Freeman was slaying the pussy. Oh. He got a nice haircut in this one. I've never seen him with non-fucked up hair. He always has fucked up hair. That's because he ain't playing as no, no house slave. Oh. He always plays as the wise old black man, and thus you should look at his face and see that he's he's suffered in life. That's how you get wise. To show that you suffered in life, your hair has to look fucked up. Like like when he was red? In, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He has to look like he's fucked up. No, but he's well-groomed. The president ain't gonna have no fucking Mr. Glass type haircut where it's fucking leaning all off to one side. Oh, yeah, shit. that's true. That's true. He's a fucking president. Yeah. Maybe he'll he'll make his hair look a little bit darker so he seems younger. Just like, um, just like Barack Obama out of nowhere during a campaign left to Hawaii for a month and a half and came back with all this fucking gray in his hair because he became wizened oh. over that two-week period. Not because the polls said this man's a fucking child with no experience. Oh. No. he His hair naturally became gray because of all the wisdom he accumulated in that two weeks before the primaries. It took his thetans, I guess. It took his thetans. Exactly. Exactly. The thetans. Also, Tom Cruise probably sucked him off. Anyway, oh, so this guy, you know, the, so the President Morgan Freeman, uh, he's having a press conference and someone's like, oh, sir, we heard you're going to be using mercenaries to uh, to help America fight wars and this and that and whatever. And it's like, no, we're not going to do that. And then he comes in. He's like, damn it, who keeps leaking this information? And then you see the guy who's supposed to be the vice president. Um, was, was that Frederick Smith? No, that was... Uh... Okay, VP Kirby, Tim Blake Nelson. I got it. And that dude looks like a fucking villain to begin with. That's the thing. I saw him and I was like, who let their son in here? And I'm like, no, it's the vice president. And I was like... 
First oh, of all, the God. first problem here, no one's going to position a vice president that short. That motherfucker was almost as small as the fucking podium. It's not about the height. I can get away with the height. It's looking at him, and he has this line where he's like, look, I spent enough time in Washington where I know how it works, and I've earned this. And I'm like, motherfucker, you look like 32. <laughs> This guy looks young as shit. Nobody would would have a VP that young. He looks like a fucking child. He's probably in his 50s. He's probably in his 50s. Well, the actor. Yeah. But I'm saying the character he got, just uh, Vladimir Putin would laugh at him and shove his face in the toilet and flush it. That's the sort of dynamic. Like, fucking, look at this nerd. (laughs) fucking nerd biot, and start fucking dancing but anyway you can you look at him like yeah he's a bad guy so it gives everything away here's the thing this kind of gets me this is supposed to be a very patriotic movie the whole series is always very patriotic but they try to put their sort of agenda kind of fuck america good old boy trump shit there was a couple things in there well i won't say subtle but i will say hidden yeah. They didn't, just because they didn't like cock gag you with it, just because they didn't face fuck you with it doesn't mean it's automatically subtle. There was a lot of it in there. They just sort of gently raped you. There's a bit of a difference. But no, that, there was a lot of that shit in there. So uh, they're on a fishing trip and there's this van. It launches a bunch of drones and the drones are set with explosives and they come to attack all the agents. Now, here's where the bullshit starts. They're there, you know, they're standing out in the open field. The president's on the lake, he's fishing. And when they see the the drones, Mike Manning. The drones, get the president out of here! Are those bats in the sky? They start shooting at the at the drones yeah. or whatever. Okay, that makes sense. That's fine. But when they shoot at them and some fall to the ground, when they hit the ground, they explode. Yeah. Like huge fucking explosion. So the drones are just basically trying to kamikaze in the people. Well, now it looks pretty awesome because there was no. bodies flying throughout the air. Yeah, let the bodies hit the floor. That's fine. I'm not saying it didn't look awesome. I'm saying the bullshit comes just like, oh, wait, these drones are fucking blowing people up. All right, everybody fucking run into the forest. They're in the fucking forest. Everybody run into the trees where the drones can't really see us. And more importantly, they can't navigate properly. And explode. And if they explode. The trees are gonna catch most of that shit, not us. Nope. Very true. Or jump into the water. Or jump into the water. Everybody stays out in the open. Because apparently they don't know tactics. Oh shit. I would have been an agent out in the field like, oh shit, man, it just got marked. What happened? A fucking drone. I'm like, yo, I'm out of here, man. I'm fucking out of here. I'm running. You gotta protect the president, man. You ain't going nowhere. Well, the president's on the boat. So that gives you leave to just say fuck him? No, I'm not saying fuck him. I'm just saying... Swim, swim to the boat or some shit. I'm just gonna swim into the water to see what, what the hell's going on. Because <sighs> guys are getting blown up. You, you have no sense of priorities. Either way, I'm like, why the fuck is everyone just standing <laughs> out there? That makes... No goddamn sense. They had to be ID'd anyways. They had face recognition on these things. Well, yeah, that's fine. But I'm like, you're just standing out in the open. It's like someone's dropping fucking bombs. Oh, they're drones with explosives. They're now bombs. Fucking take cover. Take fucking cover. Is that so hard to explain? Just fucking take cover. No one did it. So everyone dies except for uh, Agent Manning and uh, the president. And President Freeman. They both go to the ER. Manning wakes up. He's handcuffed. He's like, hey, you've got $10 million in a bank account and you're taking this pain medication and we see emails going back and forth between you and Russia. And so here's where bullshit part number two comes. Immediately, even though you know, you saved the president's life. Yeah. We're going to assume you that this. you tried to kill the president and you were paid by Russia and apparently you don't know how to do it that well, so you left us a literal orgy of evidence. Well, 
That's enough for me. Lock him up. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, yeah, you're any, the one that saved him. Yeah, and the thing is, any half-assed agent would be like, you know, this coming from someone in the Secret Service who's been here for God knows how long. And saved this guy multiple times. And, and knows how procedure works. All this shit kind of just fucking landed in our lap. There is way too much fucking evidence here. This doesn't even... Okay, look, I know you just came out of a coma. We need to question where you were. You let us know what what's going on, and they be open. Yeah. This is what we found. You tell us who could possibly have this information. We want to know every place you've been for the past two weeks. And he would have mentioned yep. that private security firm. And they would have said, okay, look those guys up. And just like they eventually did at the end of the movie, they would have looked them up and be like, hmm, these guys have been doing some kind shady, of shady shit. shit. Yeah. And that would have explained a lot of stuff. Actually, and, you know what? You could have just cut out 40 minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Literally. They're just like, well, based on this evidence, it's obvious he did it. And I was like, okay, that's that's fucking stupid. You know what? For the FBI, that's fucking stupid. You know what? You could have cut out literally the moment he woke up to the moment he got there and cut the movie right then and there at that same time and still would have gotten the same yeah. fact. Yeah. He could have just waited there till the president woke up. And the president would have woken up and like, yeah, that's, that's just bullshit. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. And then that would have been the end of it. Like, don't you arrest him. That's fine. Fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, okay, Mr. President. I'm Morgan Freeman. And that would have been like the end of it. Yeah, that, that would literally would have been the end. <laughs> Having the whole movie. But now you're going to throw some shit in the center. So that was bullshit number one. Bullshit number two. This is what upset me. Okay, so apparently a member of the president's secret service murdered the entire secret service entourage that was with the president. Yeah. As well as various military police attempted to kill the president, but left him in quite critical and fatal condition. Yes. He did all that. We found out. Now, let's walk him out the front door and just let everyone in America know about that. No, that would never happen. I was like, that would never fucking... You You would never have heard that, of... You, that, that shows weakness. You, you, you would have heard... No, lack of control, no. not weakness. Lack of control. Have you ever... And I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about, Ray. Have you ever seen the South Park episode where there's this big conspiracy theory based on some kid taking a shit in one of the urinals at the school? And the whole thing gets wrapped up into like 9-11. It was really the government that knocked down the trade centers and not the Taliban. And the kids find evidence that shows it was the government. But Cheney tries to shoot them to stop the information from getting out. But he misses. And the kids get away. And then the kids after a while they're like dude this is the fucking u.s government how could they not stop us from getting out with this information i have another conspiracy theory they wanted us to get out with this information that says the government did it yeah so when it comes back around and they were like why are you guys trying to convince everyone that the government did this because we want people to think that america is so powerful that the the only entity that could bring about its downfall is itself is itself because it's that powerful well if that's the case then who really did bring America to his knees in 9-11. No, just a couple of pissed off Muslims. Oh. <laughs> a couple of pissed off individuals brought the most powerful country in the world to its knees. And do you know how threatening that would be for people to get that mindset? All I need to do to topple this government is be dedicated enough and want it bad enough. We can't have people thinking that. It's a lack of control. We can't have people thinking that we are that fallible, that, that, that we don't have sense. that much control. 
That's why they would never say one of our own Secret Service nearly killed the president. It, it, that lack of control would shake the American people. Yeah, that, it's that, saying that, that, you yeah. guys don't have control. That's true. And that's the only thing that gives them their power is our willingness to give it to them. And there is a fine line that they play to make sure that we have that willingness to give it to them by making us think we will always have everything in control. That's actually really, really crazy. I mean, there's been numerous times in history that we've done shit like that. We have to let people know that we have control. So it's like, yeah, this dude would have probably been taken to a secure facility, not a prison. Yeah. It would have been like, it would have looked like an apartment, but it would have been where they keep him while he's being interrogated. Yeah. Until they can figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have taken a rocket scientist to be like, yeah, there's no make no sense yeah this doesn't make any it didn't sense. even add up when i'm i'm watching movie didn't add up I'm like if i'm going dollars. to attempt to assassinate someone and i kill everyone i would leave one person alive too why he becomes a suspect now you need to prove well how could he have done it if he were right here yeah that that just makes perfect sense so he's like fuck it you know so they're driving him out in the middle of nowhere to some special prison called the, the mercenary special, the mercenary people yeah they come and they bust him out they get him uh they drive him off he fights them he defeats them he runs off yeah and then you know of course the fbi is playing catch up this guy tried to kill the president and then i I'm realized shocked. and then as we tried to take him away, someone killed all, all of our guys and took him. Oh, I'm shocked. And I'm like, okay, next instance of bullshit. This is what made the movie so fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I look like, okay, the moment this happens, I'm like, all right, wait, wait, wait. Someone did all this shit to the president and the Secret Service without them knowing. They had to know exactly where they were going to be yeah. and this and that and whatever, which is why we figured it was the Secret Service guy. Yeah. Okay, now... The secret route we're taking to our secret prison to drop him off, we got intercepted by some people that were clearly covert ops. Yeah. Clearly. So our information has been leaked. Okay, this is clearly an inside job, and it's not this guy. Yeah, it's this, someone hired. This him. guy's a big someone with access to the logs of all the Secret Service people and the logs of everyone in the FBI. At that point, I immediately like, yeah, find out who's on the president's inner circle because the chief. Remember, Secret Service, FBI, yeah. Justice Department, all of that is under the executive branch. Yeah. So no one in the Secret Service is gonna know what the FBI shit's doing. But no one in the FBI is going to know what the Secret Service is doing. Yeah. If this shit's overlapping, it's like it problem. has to be someone who's above both departments. And the only person I could, I'd be able to think of is like the fucking president. Yeah. President, vice president, cabinet, president, staff. That's it. Search, search that group. Someone is leaking all of our shit. Right then and there, I would say, okay, this guy off not- the books, this guy's innocent. This, this guy's innocent. No, this is bullshit. His shit and our shit gets intercepted. It's bullshit. This guy's innocent. <laughs> All I would have been trying to do at that point would be to contact him and say, you've been set up. Someone's leaking our shit. Come back. We'll figure this out. But you've been set up. You know, that would have been a decent that's, movie too. That's what I have been like. Yo, we need you to come back. I know you've been set up. That would have had depth. Yes. That would have had depth. You but know, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to do that. All we had was um, Jada Pickett-Smith with her grimacing facial expression with those big-ass cheekbones. I know she wasn't born with those fucking things. So that, that was Jada Pickett-Smith? Go Hold take on. a look at her. Look, look at this fucking... This is not real. I don't see your name. Oh, get, there you go. Okay. Yeah, click, click on, look, now, look at those cheekbones. 
Look at those cheekbones. Okay, let me see. I mean, she's pretty before. Now, look at those cheekbones. Now, is this Will Smith's daughter or his wife? That's his wife, man. I remember she used to look really butch. No, she never looked butch, man. What are you talking about? When he was date with the Matrix. When she was in the Matrix. She wasn't in the Matrix. She was. Jada Pinkett Smith. She was in the Matrix. Oh, yeah, she was in the Matrix. Okay, yeah, She looked really butch. She did not look attractive at all. I will say she looks better in this picture, but still, look at, look, Will Smith could have did better. He's Will Smith. He could have picked any hot chick. And he picked that. I'm just saying, man could have did better. Really? Could have did better. Holy shit, she was that black chick in Gotham? What black chick in Gotham? Oh, you well, you were lucky enough. You never actually saw that. But yeah, she was a black chick that uh, the Penguin was working for in the TV show Gotham. Oh. A TV show that had lots of potential and turned to absolute shit. I didn't realize that was Jada Pinkett Smith. Huh, interesting. Those cheekbones don't deter you away. Everything about her deters me. I, I don't find her attractive, period. I'm sorry. Oh, she's sorry, one of those. Man. She's one of those for you. I, I guess. No, I mean, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what you want. I don't. I, what, what do you want me to tell you? What do you want me to tell you? I don't find a woman attractive. I just don't. I'm sorry. That and all the, the fake-ass extensions that she had, no, I don't find her There attractive. was a twist in this movie, though. Yeah, but the thing is, it was an obvious twist. Everybody saw it. No, the twist, <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be a twist at all. <laughs> about wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm still doing the plot. Yes. Was it at this time? No, no, no. It's so a we'll work our way there. Okay. You let me know about that. All right, all right. Okay. So the guy gets away. My first complaint about the lack of subtlety, he goes to a truck stop somewhere in rural, I don't know, rural somewhere. And he's on a payphone. Miracle of all miracles. A payphone exists. And he calls his wife. And he's clearly trying to talk long enough for them to trace the call. Some good old boys happen to see him. Oh. Now. From the militia. Yeah, yeah, they're they're from some kind of militia. Oh, state something, something, something militia. Ma- we're from the mountain militia. Yeah, you and put I, your hands and as soon as up. it started, I'm like, oh Jesus, here we go. Really, the mountain militia? Oh, okay, because the mountain militia cares so much about organized government. Organized government is so important to the mar- to the mountain militia. They have to stop this man that dared kill the president and topple topple the government. So they're doing their civic duty as good Americans. This is the guy, boss. This is the guy. Put so your dude, hands up. This dude comes out with a a, a tactical semi-automatic rifle. I'm not going to say tactical assault rifle because that's not a real word. He came out with a tactical semi-automatic rifle. The type that has the um, the vision, the sight, has the this little hovering scope yes. that um, it predicts. There's like a little reticle and you're supposed to fire at the reticle to get the bullet to land where you want. Yes. So when you look through this thing, you see a laser sight, but it's not really there. If you ever play Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well... But it's a pretty advanced piece of weaponry to be held by a mountain militia. Pretty advanced piece of weaponry. Doesn't seem to make much sense. And they're at a truck stop, though, too. And they're at a truck stop. Yeah. Now, at first, I had hope, beyond hope. You are like, sir, mountain militia. And he was like... You know, put his hands up. Look, fellas, I don't want no trouble. Like, yeah, we don't want trouble either. But we saw what this thing was saying. It sounds like bullshit. I think you got set up. You know, you want some help or something or whatever. And he could have had the mountain militia go help him do whatever he has to do. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Yeah. But no. Instead, instead of having this guy speak proper English, him and Cletus. <laughs> Cletus, get your gun and hold this some bitch up. <laughs> We done hit the jackpot, boys. God bless America. We we Woo-hoo. we we gonna get a reward. We on gonna this get a reward. I mean, spit that there tobacco. <laughs> get me my chew. Yeah, it's just I'm just like, oh Jesus, why why are they doing this? 
What the fuck is this? Why, guys, guys, why are you doing this? Come on. You could you could have been intelligent, but you went for the lowest common denominator. So he disarms the guy. Cletus and friends. Yeah, he, he disarms him and then tells his, his backup Cletus to drop his weapon. Man, she, I ain't dying for this. <laughs> so now we know that, oh, all these militia guys, they're just bravado. They're yeah. just pussies. You know, those hillbillies, let's laugh at them in our air-conditioned seats in this movie in Hollywood. Fucking flyover country. I'm sure this is what they're like. Oh, yeah. This is what I've heard. CNN told me this is what they're like. They're all like this. Fucking alt-riders. Another guy from the truck comes out with his shotgun. Hey, man, put him down. As soon as he points the gun at him, oh, I surrender. You know, because all the, like, He made again, him dance. He, again, shot a, he shot a bullet at him yeah, before he again, made him these dance. these hillbillies are cowards. And oh, this yeah. man, knowing damn well he would drop his gun when someone points a gun at him, decided to go with this man who had a gun. Oh. You know, if, if I'm a coward who will run when I get shot at, I'm not going to run towards a man with a gun. I don't care how many guns I have. I'm not going to run at a man who has a gun if I know... I'm going to drop to my knees and I'm scared to death of being shot at. Yes. That makes no sense. Yes. So this guy drops his gun. He takes this guy's truck. Has a pretty interesting car chasing. Yeah, it was interesting. It's no Ronin, but that's pretty good because he was in a semi. Cops from the police car. Yeah. It was a pretty interesting uh, car chasing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he gets out of the car. I mean, out of the truck. Fucking loses the police. Somehow in the woods, um, yeah, fucking ends up some fucking supermarket that mm-hmm. looked like fucking Best Buy or some shit in the mountains. Looked like fucking Austria. It did me. look like Austria. That it was me. Austria. I thought so too. It really fucking. Looked. That, why? Why is that parking lot so fucking clean? I know. Oh, it's That's out in the, the mountains. I don't give a fuck. We're out in the mountains. There should be there should be fucking uh, uh, fucking potato chip wrappers and shit on yeah, the fucking look. ground. Yeah, that shit looked really clean. It's like, clean as fuck. I'm it like, did, this looks like Austria. It did remind. Austria. <laughs> so it's like, okay, steal a truck there, drive the truck to, spoiler, to his father's place, which comes completely out of left field. That fucking, that, that shit was in a trailer. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. He goes to his father, and his father, you will learn, because it is told in excruciating detail oh, yeah, by yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. It's told by Wade Jennings to one of his henchmen, who had no fucking reason to need to know this. Holy shit, that's his father. Decorated ranger from Vietnam, was a tunnel rat. Came back, lost his marbles a little bit, walked away from his father, left with so many medals and this and that. And then, like, who, who the fuck? Who the fuck are you telling that to? <laughs> and then if you're telling it to a, to your henchman, I'm gonna become your henchman. You why the fuck are you telling me that? I don't. You could have just said, "Yeah, that's his dad." We gotta be careful. He was a military. Ranger. This is where lazy writing is. Yeah, the guy's trying to because he wants the, shit the up. audience to know. I'm like, why don't you let us figure that shit out? And instead, the director's like, "Shut up and drink your corn syrup." <laughs> fucking stuff your face with the fucking popcorn. Patriotic sons of bitches. Shut up. Let me instruct you. And also, we get another tired, worn out actor. I mean, the mo- I would consider him the most tired, worn out actor in Hollywood right now. Okay. Oh, you mean the father? Yes. I can't even remember who the fuck. What other movies was in? Isn't that no. Nick Nolte? Oh, it was on Nick. No, I don't think it was Nick Nolte. Hold on for a second. I thought you, since you brought it up, I thought you'd already found his name, dude. Uh, that's not on. Nick Nolte. I'm gonna be upset. And that's Nick Nolte. He looks like fucking tired as fuck. Why that's, isn't it just retired, man? Because he's too good at what he does. I want to see more Nick Nolte. Do you want to see more Nick his, Nolte? His, his ability to cry on fucking command. Do you was... answer the fucking question? Do you want to see more Nick Nolte? Sure. Then why are you going to ask that question? Why is he still doing this? Because we need him. 
He's the hero we need, not the hero we deserve, Ray. Yeah. Show some fucking respect <laughs> for Nick fucking Nolte. Yeah, Nick Nolte was from the golden age of actors. Back when him, when he was with Eddie Murphy <laughs> and he dropped all those racist lines. He didn't bat an eye. That was the time as Nick fucking Nolte. You know, I, I remember the part where Eddie Murphy's car in 48 Hours, his car got blown up. How the fuck blown up my car? You see that shit? You see that shit? What the fuck he had to do that he blew up my motherfucking car? And Nick Nolte just looks at him and says, it's a goddamn shame. <laughs> <laughs> he just, it was almost as if, am I supposed to care about yeah, this? He just looked at him and was like, it's like you're at a funeral and yeah. you don't know the guy who died. And you're trying to find something nice to say without really exposing. Like, I, I don't fucking know this guy. Nick Nolte just looks at him and is like, it's a goddamn shame. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was, I think, possibly the funniest line of that entire movie. Like, it was a goddamn shame. You know he looked fucking tired back then. Yeah, he, he always looks tired. Um, he's he, like Vince Vaughn. His ability to cry. He's like a, a better acting version of Vince Vaughn. Yes, he always looks tired. He was able to cry on command, like on every fucking line. Hmm. And I could barely understand what the fuck he was saying half the time. Doesn't matter. He got the job done. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job. Anyway, so his dad, they, there was a, a real fun scene where he's out in the forest and his hold dad booby-trapped everything. Go uh, on. Hold on. Is it me or is there like a million fucking people in this movie? This fucking cast ground is like fucking, I have to scroll like ten times. Just That's because those are all background people. That's why. Why would they put these motherfuckers in here like There's this? There's about five people total who get any, anything coming close to real screen time. Fuck, man. So, everybody wants to get their, you know, couple minutes of glory. From there, it kind of hurls right to the end to the climactic end scene yeah. with the assault on uh, the hospital I will say what was that that surprise you wanted to bring in oh yes um, the twist which the technically twist. wasn't a twist because you saw it coming no I didn't see this one coming okay it was when uh, our favorite character of them all Jada Pickett Smith goes to confront the villain of the movie. Oh, uh, when she Jay when she got a uh, a bullet in her bubble boost. Oh yeah, yeah, as, yeah. Uh, as um, I didn't see that coming. Oh, Smith. oh, you mean when she caught a uh, a bullet in her bubble boost? Oh, as Wyclef Jean would say. I didn't. I thought she was going to survive to the very end. I did. I thought she was going to be the one to figure it out and be like, "Wait a minute, we've been fucked with. This guy's really innocent. I'm a strong black woman. I solved it. No one else." I, you know, and even if. When she did get shot in the stomach, and I thought she was going to survive all the way through this movie. You know, she was going to be the one that figures it all out, that this guy's yep. innocent. That's what they're leading up to. This strong black woman figured it all out, and then she goes to confront the mercenary guy. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Take out a gun. Pop, pop, pop. He <laughs> just very clinically um, shot everybody. Yeah, shot her. And, and, and double tapped that bitch. That remember, was the worst He shot part. her in the gut yeah. just to make sure she goes down. Damn. He's like, okay, is that everybody? Is that everybody? Okay. Goes to the head. Pop, pop. Double tap. She wins. Beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Ain't no hashtag me too here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guess what? That guy got shot. Hey, Tommy. Yeah, what's that? Pop, pop. No. Hashtag me too. <laughs> That's how Me Too works, right? She wants equality. So now she's equal to those men. She could have been spared in those other days. Could have been. Glad she didn't. I'm glad he double-tapped that bitch. That was very... 
That felt very She good. was so annoying through the whole movie. So he's like, okay, you know what? At this point, it's all fucked. Let's pull the plug. But in order for us to, you know, we're going to flee the country. But in order for us to not get, you know, extradited to jail, tarred and feathered, and still get our money, president can't live. Because in case you haven't realized, the vice president's been behind all yeah, this shit. Yeah, and I was like, uh, yeah, I saw it coming. everybody saw it coming. So they go to launch a full assault on that hospital. And I can't understand how three uh, SUVs worth of guys <laughs> were able to assault a hospital that had the president staying at it in critical condition, knowing he was the victim of an attempted assassination thing. Now, number one, because again, let's go back to the bullshit yeah. policy. Number one, once he was out of the critical zone, they would not have kept him in that hospital. No, they would have moved I don't care how many guards you can put there, that hospital will never be able to be called secure yeah never they would have most realistically they would have taken him out of there and taken him to a military base like camp david or some shit they do have hospital facilities at military bases they would have taken him someplace like that worst case scenario take him back to the to the white house and take a room fit it out with all the hospital shit you need we've got our own paramedics there whatever boom good bullshit they would have been keeping him there Number two, you would have had, that place would have become a fucking fort. Not just because, oh, the president's here, you know, he's got a sore throat. Let's put military on every floor. No, someone tried to fucking kill him. They would have possibly, they would have sent all the other patients out to another hospital. Apparently they should have. Yeah. Because <laughs> I doubt any of those motherfuckers got out in time. Well, live and, live and learn. You know, right at this point, the president's getting out of his coma, bada bing, bada boom. It was like, Mr. President, this guy tried to kill you and such and such and such. Well, now that's that's just bullshit. <laughs> Even he woke up. Take me back to the White House. Yeah, <laughs> that was like, okay. Really good combat thing comes up. Kind of bullshit, but well rewarding. I mean, there's nothing specifically to say about it. For but. a movie that has mm-hmm. a lot of bullshit and yeah. a series that has an incredible amount of bullshit, this ending fight was the most realistic I've ever seen any well, movie character. hold on, Ray. Bullshit or not, you know why you came there. Well, that's, yeah. that's that's like, you know, I pay for a whore and I complain that our witty banter or our spooning after the sex wasn't that good. Oh, okay. No, I, I know what I wanted. This other stuff would have been nicer, but, you know, if I get what I originally came for, that's true. I, I really don't that's have true. nothing to complain about. That's true. You know, so that fight, I'm like, yeah, that fight was, was, was great, you know, because the two main uh, protagonists, you know, uh, uh, Mike Banning, played by Gerard Butler, and uh, Wade uh, Jennings, played by Danny Hudson. When it's just those two, and both their guns are out of bullets, and they both take out a knife, I'm like, ah, here you go. And that go. knife fight lasted exactly how long a real knife fight would oh, yeah, fucking last. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, like, like. Three what? swipes at most. <laughs> at most. Because you only need one hit. I'm like, oh, they're going to be cutting each other all over the place. They're going to be fucking dueling blades. It's like, no. Both of these guys know enough. They know where they need to land the hit. So, really, you're more on defense than you are offense. It's like, yo, this motherfucker stabs me once. It's over. (laughs) And I didn't even notice it. He, because you had to point it out. Eventually, uh, freaking Mike Banning stabs a guy. Where? In the armpit area. It is done. It, is just, it wasn't even that deep. It was like, and then, you know, was, he just held the guy's arm that had the knife. Yeah. After he stabbed that one time, like, yo, where the fuck you going? Keep going. Stab some more. No, no, no. He might see, still be up. You see, what people fail to understand uh-huh. is they see a lot of prison prison attacks, and they stab towards the rib area right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can stab a guy a couple of times and they'll still survive. If you stab him right in the armpit, it is over. 
It is game <laughs> over. It's fucking it's, done. It's done. It's over. There ain't no coming back. There's no coming back. You'll bleed out so fucking fast it's done. Because there was a lot of blood. Yeah, he bled out quick. There was a fucking pool of blood. There's no power. I You're... was like, that's fake, man. He's bleeding too fast from one stab wound. There was fucking... It was done. That guy was in an ocean of blood. <laughs> All your there's no more power in your body. You could barely walk after that. You're done. After being stabbed in the arm. Yeah, that's it. You're done. You're finished. Well, he definitely knew where to stab. That fight lasted about two seconds. Yeah, yeah. He, he stopped. <laughs> he stopped. Right there. He said, fuck it. I mean, mind you, they were both fighting. Yeah. They were both trying to, to counter and stab. stab yeah. Once one guy nicked with the blade, boop, okay. Yeah, that shit lasted it. like we're 35 done. fucking seconds. I'm like, <laughs> that shit was That done. was real as shit. I'm like, oh, shit. A really real fight. Entertaining, though. It, was, it felt like that Kirk versus Khan. Mm-hmm. Like, like. You just saw the anguish in their faces that they didn't want to actually stab each other. Yeah. It had to happen. And it was that, that warrior's mindset that was like, oh, shit, this shit is about to go down. I mean, the, the whole guy's reason for doing all this shit was, was a bit of a turn. It was kind of stupid. Once you get that taste for war, you just want to keep fighting. And we need to have them hire our mercenary organization so we can keep fighting. We can feel alive. And I'm like, okay, it's very, very, very rare that someone comes back from war with these feelings. Yeah. And if he does, he ends up like man- Mike Banning's dad. Yeah. You can't participate in society. Yeah. You just can't because you can't fucking turn it off. You're not going to be stable enough to start your own company. Now he was. It is not going to happen. That's number one. Number two, you want to fight so bad, motherfucker, go to Africa. There's plenty of people that will hire a mercenary in, in nations around the world that are in, in It can't be a first world nation. Yeah. But you fucking go to South America, you fucking go to Africa, You can. your cup will run us over yeah. with you slicing motherfuckers up if that's what you want. Yeah. That bullshit idea that it is. If that's what you want, then by all means, have at it. That upset me. And also, and most people won't get this. Is a personal thing. I hate the depiction that mercenary corporations get. No, they they should they do a lot of fucking. Ugly the only the only person that gave them a realistic uh, depiction was uh, freaking Sylvester Stallone with John Rambo, uh. and he's like because he he himself said, look, the majority of mercenary corporations are built up out of military people who are fresh off of a war, and they saw bad shit, and they saw bad people, and your politicians in power aren't concerned about good people and bad people; they're concerned about political necessity so it's like yo they're over here brutalizing women and raping children and shit well whatever all we were supposed to do was secure this airfield and now my poll numbers are down so we're pulling out I'm looking at evil right here. Yeah. I'm looking at evil. I'm looking at people who are grabbing my hands and begging me, please don't leave. Please. They'll come back and kill us. You're the only reason it's ever been able to stop. Please don't. They look at you like you're God and you're forsaking them. And it breaks your heart. And you you look at them like, what am I fighting for? I'm supposed to be fighting to to protect my people and to set other people free from tyranny. But because this cocksuckers don't like doesn't like the poll numbers, well, I gotta leave now. Fuck what what they're doing over here. I have to leave because he doesn't like the poll numbers. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of guys are like, I'm gonna come back with or without you, and they leave and they go to these mercenary because a lot of them are more than willing to fucking take their gear and take weapons and just take a private plane back to Iraq or wherever and go to those small towns 
supposed to be like, I'm going to stay here, I'm going to protect you. That's what a lot Because of, they see a lot of bad shit, and they're like, I'm not going to let this happen to these people. Actually, a lot of charity groups were hiring mercenaries to keep them safe from in, in Iraq. Right. And the whole thing is, with the military, they can force you to do shit. Yeah. But with a mercenary organization, if you don't want to do it, they're not really in a position. They can't fucking put you in jail. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking do it. You can walk off. That's it. Yeah. So a mercenary organization is not going to take a job just for the money. The, usually, the head of the organization, the CEO of the company or whatever, almost always was some kind of a vet. And they're not going to be like, yeah, we want you to go fight this war so we can get their oil fields and this and that. The majority of them are going to be like, no, not, not gonna, no, I'm not going to do that. Not going to sacrifice lives like that? No, I'm not going to fucking do it. Because they have to look in the eyes of their men who are other vets and be like, this is why we're going to do it. They're not going to fucking do it. Most merc- the vast majority of mercenary outfits are doing the work that needs to be done. Yeah. But governments can't do because of political expediency. Yeah. You know, you're not going to find a corrupt government paying mercenaries to go burn down orphanages. That shit just realistically doesn't fucking happen. You pay juntas and and your nation's own militias to do that. Your soldiers do that because they have no choice but to follow orders. That's why they come home fucked up. A mercenary organization, you're like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sacrifice my soul for a paycheck like that. I'm not going to fucking do it. And they leave. Yeah, because you have to do it for the money at the end of the day. Right. But, you know, that's a stereotype that we like to use. But, you know, that's that's the shit I was saying. They're kind of spoon feeding it in. Yeah. It's in there. And also, let's not forget the vice president. I'm going to make America strong again. You know, they were chomping at the fucking bit to throw some Trump shit in there. You see, Russia's already attempted to assassinate the president, not even, you know, mentioning their, uh, their manipulating elections. Oh, you know, shit. You, you remember they said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russia's yeah, yeah, manipulating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean manipulating elections? Morgan Freeman won. That's the guy you wanted, right? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? I was like, what the hell's going on? Uh, yeah. So they really, but this is supposed to be a patriotic movie, so it's kind of hard to fit that shit. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and rate this. All right, let's rate it. All right. So uh, I'll go first. Um, honestly, I want to give it a rental, but the problem is you're not. You gotta have the sound system. If you got like an awesome sound system in your house to shake yeah. the wall, boom, 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 you know the bombs blowing up and shit, a nice big screen, it would be worth renting. But to be honest, I would want you to see it in the theater. And also, the movie was very, very predictable, very predictable. Yeah. But I won't go so far as to say it was bad. Predictable. Your spoon feeding you an agenda they've got some sugar in there yeah they got a little bit of sugar in there so it goes down okay and I will say I enjoyed disproving a bunch of the shit they were and, showing. And they were there wasn't scenes that weren't not used. The, all the scenes were actually mm-hmm. very necessary. Yeah, there were no scenes that had nothing to do with the, anything. Yeah, yeah. So that was so. Actually good. So yeah, I'll give it a matinee. I'll give it a matinee. I will concur with you. I would actually give you a matinee. I felt like the movie. I was, was going to so... give it a, a, a rental now. Don't change it because of me. No, 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 no. I no. was going to give it a rental, but the more I thought about it, especially while we were talking about it, I was like, it seemed worth my money to watch it in the theater yeah but if i if i were sitting home browsing netflix and i, I saw this bother. i would have went right past it to yeah. something else yeah like like the other two titles right i think we watched every single one of these titles in the theater yeah we did like yeah that. so it's a matinee wow yeah so it's gonna be a matinee i mean what are you, what are you gonna do it's good and i think good. i think it's time to boot this fucking computer up sometime Fuck I'm thinking, uh, Fuck like, yeah leave alone all right, hey. guys, don't forget to visit us on our website at g2t8.net and gotatalkabout.com, and don't forget to subscribe. Oui. So you think they're going to make another one? 
Honestly, uh, I didn't think they were going to make this one. But, uh, you know. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to make this one. Who's to say? It's going to be Angel Has Fallen Into the Grave. You know? No, they're not going to use the word angel again. No. Oh. 